One bird in my head, got nothing in the bush. All I ever needed was a little push. Let's go, let's go, man. Look, it's all about feeling good. And I'ma come push you, I'ma come uplift you, I'ma come encourage you. Cause you know, sorry, the PET podcast got that energy, man. And it's all about positive energy generations. Cause we're a family for life. Alright, we're a family for life, so here, I gotta come give you that daily bath, and if you feeling good, and, and if you need something to help you feel good, go tap in to the next artist of the week, and the artist that I got coming in with another hit banger is my man, Kevin Cartoon, we're feeling good, alright, here, playing right now on the PG Podcast, so go feel good, so you can look good, and it'll look good, and go spell good, and watch what happens, God gonna bless you, let's get it, yeah, yeah, let's Let's go. I got different flows for different shows. I had different game for And I'ma hold it down just like I should. Keep grinding till I'm grinding the wood. Tell the truth, I really don't wish a nigga would. Feeling good, I done made it out the neighborhood. Smoking Yeti fur when I'm lighting up the good. I'ma put it in their face till it's understood. One bird in the hand got done in the bush. And all I ever needed was a little push. Talk to me, come on. Talk to me nice. Hot boy, all I'm missing is a little ice. A few toys, boys coming down, fish a price. You know it's love when they're coming down on the price. And you never did it if you didn't do it twice. And I've been that nigga since feeling right. Get it right, feeling light. Like I can do anything that I want to. Like I can do anything that I pray about. I'm ways out from the safe house. Risky business, I can see through multiple lenses I can understand violence in the name of vengeance Or squashing a beef in the name of wisdom I got different flows for different shows I had different game for different hoes We kill different scenes with different clothes From the block to the boardroom is how it goes And I'ma hold it down just like I should Keep grinding till I'm grinding the wood Tell the truth, I really don't wish a nigga would Feeling good, I done made it out the neighborhood Smoking Yeti fur when I'm lighting up the good I'ma put it in their face till it's understood One bird in the hand got none in the bush And all I ever needed was a little push Talk to me, come on Oh yes sir, double back, get extras Finish breakfast, keep it stacking like Tetris Gentlemen and gangster, I was born in Texas Heated waistline, my life's an uncompleted checklist The burden is heavy but the gift precious The curses, torture and ecstasy Lyrical weaponry, airing shit out Now they don't wanna step to me And everybody good that ever stepped with me This life go up and down and up again Joy and pain, relief and suffering Keep on hustling, know you was born to win When I was born again, I came up out the water Straight into the mud, I needed the tough love And I still got me a dub, and the devil is a dub You can beat him, you defeat him, yes, you here for a reason Now come on, hold it down just like I should Keep grinding till I'm grinding the wood Tell the truth, I really don't wish a nigga would Feeling good, I done made it out the neighborhood Smoking Yeti fur when I'm lighting up the good I'ma put it in their face till it's understood One bird in the hand got none in the bush And all I ever needed was a little push Talk to me and I'ma hold it down just like I should Keep grinding till I'm grinding the wood Tell the truth I really don't wish a nigga would Feeling good, I done made it out the neighborhood Smoking Yeti fur when I'm lighting up the good I'ma put it in their face till it's understood One bird in the hand got none in the bush And all I ever needed was a little push Talk to me, come on
Skill, what's going on, everybody? You already know who this is. And it's definitely his favorite soul for child. Ah, yeah, yeah. Shark come back to once again at the PEG podcast. Positive energy generation, man. We here for life. And it's all about raising those frequencies of being around people, like-minded people that's gonna bring that energy. So you already know I'm with artists of the week and public figures, they're gonna come do that. And I y'all wouldn't guess who I got coming to the building with the energy, with the fire. He's very electric. He got a lot of energy, man. I got my man, Mr. Kevin Cartoon in the building. How you feeling? Man, what's happening? What's happening? I'm feeling good. You know what I'm saying? We getting yeah. it done. We putting up them numbers. Hey. We gonna keep it pushing, you know? We in the building, what's happening? It's all good, man. We're so excited to have y'all to the podcast. I really feel like the more we push others, the more that others push us. So, you know, get that energy back. So, man, I see you out here doing your thing. And if y'all don't know, my man, Kevin, he's a songwriter, y'all, and he's an artist too. So you, he has been, his song will be playing on the PG podcast. So make sure you guys stay tuned. And if you're not already following right now, go ahead. I know y'all like being nosy. I just like watching stuff. So go follow right now. And look, I'm not gonna give his social media out to the last of it. So you already know you gotta stay around for it. So hey man, get look, it's like you've been tired for it, it's big time, man. And you gotta value people timing. He's coming to let you guys dive into him. And if you're looking to be a songwriter, artist, I don't know, a cook, whatever you're trying to be, then something maybe he said today can very, very, very much inspire you. So that's why we're here to do this thing. So, man, you also a man of diversity. I like that about you because you don't stick to one thing. Like I said, your, your song, it makes you feel good. We're going to dive into his song that he selected for the uh, Artist of the Week. But, man, currently, you man, you have a list of projects that you're working on. So I'm really excited to dive into that, the EP, and um, everything you got coming forward. So, y'all, again, go ahead. Follow us right now. Hit that button. Stop being nosy. and just Tap love. in. Tap in. Tap, Tap in. in, bro. So, Kevin, let people know just start off. Who is Kevin Cartoon, man? Yeah. I mean, Kevin Cartoon is... I mean, you gave me a great intro. Just yeah. a very diverse, well-rounded individual. Um, he's done a lot in his life. He's seen a lot. Um, he don't stay in one place for too long. Uh, he like to travel, see the world, you know, get different perspectives. Uh, he's very understanding, very intellectual um, and logical, you know what I'm saying? So um, just a very creative person, a very expressive person. Yeah. Uh, I'm a very flawed person, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm human. Um, sometimes I feel like the world doesn't, like, they ask you to be more authentic, but they don't gravitate towards that, if that makes sense. So, that makes sense. It, yeah, it's like a double-edged sword. So I'm very authentic. Um, I just, I'm gonna choose that path and then I'm gonna get what uh, whatever's out there for me. Being authentic, that's what I'm gonna welcome in. So. That's who Kevin Cartoon is. Hey, let y'all know. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Hey, my boy said, look, I'm going to be me regardless. If you don't like it, then you don't like it. But that's that's what we need, right, man? People, they feel like you have to be something you're not, man. You could be whatever you want to be, whatever you choose to be. And like you say, I'm going to be my raw self. And if you don't choose to understand it, then oh well, man. Hey. Hey, but a lot of people got that attitude, bro. They just hide behind it. You're confident with it, and I like it. Like, look, this is me. If you don't like it, well, man, I'm gonna keep moving on. I ain't gonna stay around too long, you know? I'd rather be at war with the world than at war with myself. Hmm. No, for real, because we're our biggest critic, man. 
Mm-hmm. People don't bother us like we bother ourselves. You feel yeah. me? <laughs> this is how it is, man. So as a child, you know, did you know that's that's the type of person you were as a child? Like you always been that type of person. Like, look, um, I'm gonna step inside my light and I'm gonna walk my own shoes. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Definitely. Um, it was it was weird though. I feel like when I look back on my life, I realize now that that's who I was, but it doesn't really work. And you know, the world is built on compliance. Yeah. You know, society built on yeah. compliance, get in line, stay in line. So it's like mm-hmm. when I was told a lot as a child, you know, oh, you can't speak for everybody. You don't speak for everybody. And it's like, not that I'm trying to speak for everybody. It's just that I have, I can process information and I can form an, a logical opinion on something and somebody may not be able to, you know what I'm saying? Right. I just have an answer for you. I'm not speaking for anybody. I'm speaking for me. And maybe they're just not speaking at all. That has nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? So it gets looked at a little different. Um, some people saw it in me, you know, and kind of like uh, enabled or, you know, pushed at me to be more of that strong individual. And in some ways, some people kind of wanted to dim that light in me a lot. So, you know, just being able to be an adult, make my own decisions and be comfortable with that. So it was a process. It wasn't always like this to say, you know, to answer the question. So. No, no, for real. That's that's crazy though. But the fact that you said like as an adult that I start to you know accepting myself more in that way, it's cool because I, then our kids get to see that they get to see that if this is me, then this is me. You know, you don't have to change for you to understand. You don't have to change to want to be my friend. It's just yeah. I'm going to be who I am, and if you like it, then you like it. You don't, you don't. And um, as and when you say when you was a child, you know, growing up kind of difficult because people tried to like shine that light out of you. Or they try to um, amplify it. Like, what what would you say? Like, how would you describe yourself? Like, in that moment, and why? Like, we well, I'm trying to say, well, how did you describe yourself in that moment when you when you saw people try to dim your light? When you saw that, how would you describe yourself? Would you describe it like it's strong, or just would you describe it as just I'm just being me? You know, I'm just being me in my shadows because I feel like I feel like when you do that, people may feel like you're stepping on their toes. Mm-hmm. Stepping yeah. on my toes, you hit my ego a little bit. So would you see it as narcissistic or would you see it as egotistic like some people would? Or are you just seeing it as like, like you say, I'm just finding a voice for myself? Well, when they did do that to me, I wasn't always like, they're wrong. Mm-hmm. I, was, I, I was self-doubt a lot, you know, like, well, maybe something, you know, maybe I should do that, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if this amount of people are saying this or, uh, looking at things this way, maybe I'm the one that's wrong, you know what I'm saying? So it just, but then eventually, after time and time again, and then I come to the conclusion like, nah, nah. they were off, you know what I'm saying? So like I said, just trials and tribulations, but at first, nah, I was like, because I'm not that, I was um, kind of like raised to be like, you know, not, they call it hard-headed, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. it's like, I try to be more flexible, you know, so that because I'm a Gemini, that's my sign. I kind of hey, like. I got you. Yeah. Shout out to all the Geminis like, out there. <laughs> yeah, shout out. You know, um, I like to be included. I'm also like I'm like uh, 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 extroverted introvert. I don't know. You know. You know what I'm saying? Like I have a so my social battery is very short, but that's so why I like to be included. And I like to include others, and I also like everybody to be cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I like the vibe to be thrown off. But I've come to realize I I am the vibe a lot of times. So hey. if I'm down, 
the room is down. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, man, y'all do y'all, why y'all worried about me? You know what I'm saying? But that's just naturally how it is, you know? So I had to kind of accept that it's kind of a gift and a curse. It can be a burden sometimes, but now I know how to wear it. You know, I accept it now. So. That's um, true. I like the yeah. it, it, it makes you feel like, dang, I can't step back for a moment and have my moment because not everybody's going through that moment, you know? Yep. Um, but that's just a gift. Like, you're the, you're the chosen one as far as, like, you're the person that people depend their mood on. You yeah, literally. And yeah. You, and it's hard. I ain't gonna lie. It's hard to be like that because you would get up and have your days and it's like, all right, can I have a day to myself? Yeah. <laughs> that That's why I make it a point to tell you I'm flawed. Please, you know what I'm saying? Like expect expect some flaws out of me every once in a while. Please do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm glad that you know that though. Some people don't know that and then they, they walk around like, dang, why every time I do this, this happens? You know what I'm saying? Why every time right. I do that, this happens? That's why I used to self-doubt because I didn't want to be like that. I didn't want to be oblivious, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, oh, maybe maybe they are right when they try to dim my light. You know, I didn't want to be that oblivious person either. So yeah. it's all about balance. That's that's the conclusion. It's all about balance. You gotta be. You gotta know when to hold them, know when to fold them. Hey, so, real. Yeah. walk away. Yes, and that's the most important one. <laughs> you just real. gotta know. So, oh, uh, how did it lead to you being this person? How did this person actually lead to you wanting to write music, put music out there, and share with the world? Yeah, for sure. Like, um, growing up, my uncle and his partners, they formed, they had a rap group, you know what I'm saying? So I was born in Houston. My mom went to college, uh, TSU, Prairie View. Met my dad, had me in Houston, but we moved back to Denver, where she's from. So I was raised there, like, during the school year, but I spent my summers down here in Texas with my dad. So, like, my uncle and them, they in Colorado, but they got a rap group that was called O2P, which stands for Out to Profit. So when they used to watch me, they had like the keyboard and all the setup, you know what I'm saying? They was recording in the house. Yeah, so yeah. I'm a young dude, I'm playing the PlayStation, but I'm seeing them making beats, writing hooks, doing all this like right in front of my face. So I like fell okay. in love. And I just remember back at that time, it was like uh, Masterpiece, Say Uh, that video. Uh, I, nah, I, nah, yeah, nah. They're, they're watching that video and they're like, man, we trying to do that. Da, 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 da. So I'm looking at Master P and I'm looking at them and I'm like, I'm, I'm seeing it, it's all coming together for me. And then I, I just fell in love from there. And then my mom, she should just, she uh, she got an incredible taste in music. You know what I'm saying? So I owe my taste in music to my mom for sure. But she will, the first two CDs that I remember listening to was All Eyes On Me by Tupac hmm. and yeah. Southern Players, the Cadillac Music by Outkast. You know what I'm saying? So that was my introduction to hip hop. I, I fell in love instantly, you know what I'm saying? And then I would say just through school, uh, we had, a, a, you know, literature classes and stuff. So you write poetry. Mm -hmm. But it was like, I wrote this little poem. It was a little short joint. But then like the teacher like going crazy over this poem. Like she called my mom and was like, I'm going to send this home with him. This is like the greatest thing I've ever seen. You know what I'm saying? I'm like... I was just trying to get my work done. I go home, I take it to mom. She's bugging like, oh my goodness. She take it to the church. She's showing everybody, everybody calling the house. Like, oh, this poem is so powerful. You so powerful, you know, raving. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? Then of course I see as a young, as a young person, I'm watching 106 in Park. So I'm seeing the cars, I'm seeing the jewelry, I'm seeing the money, I'm seeing the girls. I'm like, I want that. That's what I really want. And I was like, oh, that translates to this. Like, my mom was like, yeah, those are 
rappers are poets. You know what I'm saying? It's the same thing. It just got a little bit more bounce to it. So mm -hmm. I put that two and two together. And I was like, well, I want all that stuff. And if I can do that and people saying I'm powerful with this and then it just couldn't, I put it together. So I would say when I was in high school, we started rapping, you know, after school, going to the homie's house. Yeah. He had the laptop with the crack screen on it. Oh. The mic up on the, on the roof. You know, the, it's for the, uh, the little hooks where you're supposed to hang your plants. Yeah. You hang your microphone cord, hang that bad boy yeah, down. in that thing. Hey, look, and <laughs> I was supposed to be, <laughs> I was doing, supposed to be doing football workouts, but I'm, I'm at the homie's house trying to lay a song, you know what I'm saying? And the, the kids at school took to it. We came out for lunch one day. They was bumping our songs in the oh. park high school, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Rocky. So they just kept feeding into me like, dang, I could really do this. You yeah, you got people like really gravitated to what you were saying. You exactly. Know? And you was able to put it in a creative way too. So there's a lot of people right now that feel like, man, what I when I'm when I'm about to write on this pen and what I'm gonna say is nobody wanna hear that, but it could be good, you know? Yeah. It could be great. Yeah. Someone may be really ready for you to step outside your box like you did. Your mom was just she was just ready for you to step outside your box. And when she saw what you could write, what you do, she like. Oh snap, let me go share it with the world, you know? Literally. You know, now you're out here doing the same thing. You're out here sharing that craft with the world, you know? And yep. people, it needs that. That's why I feel like in music, um, there's so many people other than, you know, the greatest that's out there, that's stepping out there and want to do music, but they feel like they don't have a voice. They don't feel like nobody want to listen to it. So right. I'm, I'm actually proud of you, bro, for stepping out there and being the open person you are. And like, I'm gonna showcase my music at an early age because now you're doing, you know? Yeah, no, so, thank you. Real. Always, and man. I have to add in another part to that piece that I did leave out. My mom put, like I said, she took it to church, you know what I'm saying? But before, when I was like five, she put me in a in a, in a kid's choir at the church, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm five years old singing in a choir, but then it comes time for solos. And it was like, I don't know why my mom was, I was like, oh yeah, he'll do it. He'll do the solo. <laughs> I'm like, fam. Hey, hold on, what what's going doing? on? They're bugging. <laughs> but I end up doing a solo, and then it came to a point where, like, I do a good job. You know, they, oh, of course, like, oh, bless your little heart, the little babies is singing, you know what I'm saying? But then uh -huh. there was like one lady in particular, Miss Katie. She was a really good singer, but every time I do a solo, she'll give me a dollar. Hey. Like, you do a solo and you do good, I'm gonna give you a dollar every time. It's in the church. You started off in the church. The same the thing. Church. I was raised in the church too. I started yeah. singing off in the choir by when I was five. My, yeah. auntie, my mom, she wasn't like a singer. She she'll sing. But my, my auntie for me, bro. My auntie was just like that. Like he used to spell your mom. She like, okay, she'll do this solo. Well, man, no, I don't want to do right. that. No, she'll do this one. She'll do that one. And, you know, it, first of all, it pushes you to be out there. And yeah. then, like you said, it'd be the the ones in church is always that one that see your talent. And they like, I'll give you some candy every time you do good. I'll give yeah. you a dollar every time you do good, bro. That's that's crazy. I like that. I really Then I'm like, that. I'll do the solo. I'll do the solo. Let me get this. You got a dollar last time. I'm like, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah. yeah that's crazy. And then at the earliest age um, in the church, was it kind of like when you found like, okay, I like the church, but then I like this music over here. And I like to, I want to be able to share, the, share to the world. But, you know, could you could feel like if I was singing this way, they're not going to sell me. What was your moment like? For you, excuse me, your moment for you that you you knew who you were and it was okay for you to do them both. You know, cause um, I feel like if there's somebody probably in the church right now feeling like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> little, so it goes like this, like I did go through that. You know what I'm saying? So in a, in a chronological order of things, 
I don't, let's say, go to church now. Um, the church I was at, it was like, you know, there's stuff going on at a lot of churches that you'll hear about, but I just saw characteristics out of people in the church, you know, that was leadership. And, you know, I'm without getting into details, I just saw some characteristics that I was like, this I, this is not what they're saying that it's supposed to be about. Yeah, yeah. So this is not the fellowship. This is not how we're supposed to treat one another. Right, so right, right. it's kind of like, then I start questioning everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, y'all preaching this, but y'all really doing this. Facts. So how how can I believe the word you preaching? You know what I'm saying? So I went through a whole little spell in my life where I was questioning God and everything. You know what I'm saying? So then it came down to, um, um, can you hear that? You good? Yeah, I can hear it. I'm good. It's my baby. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, cool. Hey, we keeping it authentic. Yeah, I got me very authentic, bro. He just got some shots, so he getting a bath right now. But anyway, so um, I stopped going to church, you know, as I got older, then it was like my mom made me go. But then I got to the point, I got to the age where I, I didn't have to if I didn't want to. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't going. Um, and then I just determined that, you know, I'm not so into what the church is doing, but more into my relationship with God, you know, because yeah. I do it's a higher power, whatever you want to call it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, so it's just more of a relationship and a walk with me and, and mm -hmm. my God, you know, rather than the church set up and the rules and, hey, you know, you the more of all that. Um, that's a culture, a subculture within itself. So, but I still have people that I talked to that I was connected with that was became church family. Yeah. And kind of hard, I wanted to, I didn't want them to hear my music Cause like I'm out here thug life, you know what I'm saying? I'm out here whoopty whopping, and I don't want them to hear that side of me because I don't know how they're gonna take it. Right. So then I would like, I tell my mom like, don't share it, you know, with them um, and stuff like that on social media. But she was like, um, she it was my mom. She was like, well, cause she knows them, you know, they yeah. would kick it, they would go on church trips, and you know, so they knew each other. Yeah. She's like, I know how they are on Sunday, but that's not how they are Monday through Saturday. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, a lot of them, they're gonna they listen to this stuff when they're not in church, so <laughs> be okay. And my uncle, he was actually a jazz singer on the side. You know what I'm mm. saying? So he was the first one I linked up with, and I did a verse for him. But it was more of like. Um, what do they call it? Um, there's gospel, but I can't remember the name for the use. That's just not religious music. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Secular. Secular you know, music. So, yeah. And so from there, the, the people from the church will go to his shows and then they see me rap and then they're like giving me good feedback. Like, wow, I love your, I love your stuff, man. I listen to this. I listen to this song and I like this song. And I'm like, you oh, like yeah, this song I made about strip strippers? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, they didn't know I had that in there. I like yeah. that. Yeah. So wow. it's like, it just showed me we all people we don't all live in the church. We all grow up where we grew up and how we grew up. You know what I'm saying? And we are just really just trying to be, be our better version of ourselves. So, but wow. we are, we are, you know what I'm saying? So that, that doesn't mean nothing. So I'd stop putting people on pedestals mm -hmm. and, you know, just realize we all got struggles. We all got light in us and we all got darkness in us. And For we sure. all just trying to balance it out. For sure, man. I like how you put that. We all got light, we all got dark. Is how you put it, how you project it. Because hurt people hurt people. And I tell my kids that all the time. Hurt people hurt people. And the only way we're going to stop it is if we stop putting out that hurt first. So, man, I like that. Um, your family, your mom, your uncle was there for you to show you a different aspect of the church, you know, as far as, like, the walk, how you're supposed to walk. Because you could have got lost in, like, 
like you said, that image of trying to put people on a pedestal. But the fact that like she's like, no, we the we regular people, just like like you are Monday through Friday, yeah. Monday through Saturday. They just yeah. come to church, put a little tie on. That's it. That's know, it. There's there's some people out there that didn't get a chance to walk that because they felt like, well, the church like, nah, you gotta be like this, and you gotta be like that. You know, so the fact that your mom and your uncle was there, it was to push you, man. Shout out to moms and uncles, yeah. man. That's yeah, up, for real. And I mean, now that I think about it, I was probably going to church longer than my mom because my grandma took me to church first. Mm, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And then my mom started going later, which after she was going through her struggles, would call her back. You know what I'm saying? But then I, after I learned the family history, you realize my grandma wasn't always going to church either. She had to go through her traumas and stuff to make yeah. her go back. You know what I'm saying? Me, I was the first one that was actually like raised in the church the majority of my childhood. So it's like, I have the base, I have a good foundation, you know what I'm saying? And I take from that what I believe to be true and what I, what I don't agree with, I leave. And that's how I go into every situation, you know what I'm saying? You can always learn something from everywhere, but you don't have to accept everything put into your face. No, thanks, bro. And then just you saying that, it gives somebody else the confidence to keep going, to keep pushing um, and not feel bad you know, about, like you say, being yourself. Like, I shouldn't feel bad about being myself. I shouldn't be, I shouldn't feel bad for verbalizing how I feel and what yeah. I like, what I don't like. It's like, you like it, you like it, you don't, you don't. Hey, you know, that's what it is. Look, you know? I love the Lord and I love gangster shit. That's what it is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we can go, to, we can go to right to the church to Kirk Franklin and pull up some Tupac right after. Yeah, straight like that. It's all on the same playlist, what you for mean? For real, for real. Yeah. Who, who you say uh, growing up, who you say in the hip hop industry, soul music, um, say, uh, say uh, how you say sexual music, sexual music. How would you say, who would be the inspiration that you looked up to in that environment? I know you said you had your moms, you had your uncle as a personal and music, but as in a music growing up in the BET world, the MTV world, um, who would you say was that example for you? Um, so like you talking about like, just like mainstream or like famous yeah. artists, you know? Yeah, I mean, what artists uh, did you, that you grew up um, that you vibe with on your vibe? Oh man, it's too many, many. it's a, it's you a lot. the top three, your top Why? three. But that's the thing about top three, it changes. So I could use different stages in my life, you know what I'm saying? So like at the like I said, the first albums I ever heard was Tupac and Outkast, you know what I'm saying? So we'll start there, Tupac, Outkast, and me growing up majorly, you know, major, uh, the majority of the time in, in Colorado, that's more of a West Coast feed, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But then it's Houston, is the down South feed. So I was getting a lot of that music, you know what I'm saying? So like, I'll say that to say, I didn't really, appreciate Biggie until I was in college. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I didn't really appreciate Nas until I was in college, until I was older, until I could understand, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. catch the wavelength, you know, that they was on. So I would say early it was like Outkast, Tupac, um, Snoop Dogg. Hey. And that's, that's, those are my first. First top you know three. That's a good top three, man. And then um, one thing that I really like what you said is like, you got older and you, um, you was able to grasp in Nas and grasp in Biggie, you know, and yeah. that's cool because people feel like when I say top three, they got to throw those people in there, uh, Tupac and Biggie. And it's like, nah, right. they're two different philosophers. So if you didn't get one, like, you know, then it's cool. But if you understood both, exactly. yeah, people, you understood both. But you said like, 
I, as growing up, these was my top three, but then yep. uh, Biggie and Nas was in college, you know, he was able to grasp what they was going through. Exactly. You know, so that's what's up, bro. Those are some good top three, you know, like, I see it. Look <laughs> at your music and make but sure. But I gotta give, I gotta give the shout outs to my guys though, because then we move from there and it's like, I would say, can't forget about the crunk era. I started going to house parties when in the crunk era. So gotta give a shout out to Lil John, Yin Yang Twins. You know what I'm saying? We was on that in the house parties, heavy. You know what I'm saying? And of course, Wayne. Wayne had like a good four four years of my life was all Wayne. You know what I'm saying? Then you got Jay Z, of course. And then as I got a little older, it became. Uh, you know, then we started smoking on that gas, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It was Currency, Wiz Khalifa, Big Crit, uh, Drake, Big Sean, um, I miss oh, Cole, Wale, Wale, and Kendrick. Boy, Lamar. Yeah, so them, them, and them was the guys. So yeah, I would say that's a good plethora. Playlist is not for real. You got a good, you got a good little set of playlists there, bro. I fuck with all of them, and they make you feel good too. They make you uh like stand in your light, like you said. Whether it's dark, whether it's light, they make you stand on it. So man, you got a you got a song that be playing on the PG podcast coming soon. Make sure y'all tap into it. Call it feeling mm-hmm. good, man. And that's what those music that you just named those artists don't make. They make you feel good when you listen to their music because it don't make you feel like you by yourself and any of the things that you just said. So uh, let's talk about it. What made you write Feeling Good and what was the yeah. mission behind that song? Honestly, it started with the beat. Um, I love like house music, like K Trinata, French Kiwi Juice. I don't know if you ever heard of Masego. Oh, you know yeah. Those, uh, Anderson Pack, Anderson Pac, you know what oh, I'm saying? I'm, so like I so I listen to a lot of different things, and I and I think listening to different genres will help my hip hop. You know what I'm saying? And I and it's a fusion. You know, it's a marriage. You know what I'm saying? Right. I listen to a lot of stuff. So I always love. And Katrinata was like the main at the time when I was thinking of it. I was like, man, if I could just get on a Katrinata album, he'd be having these beats, and I know I could find. I'm finding pockets in his beats, and I'm like, dude, this is so dope. Yeah. I, I wish I could have a vibe like this. So then I'm on YouTube one day, like Katrinata type beat. Let me find it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I find a, a vibe like that. And then I came across the producer, Cheap Limousine. And he had, you know, the, his beats were like K Trinata, Tyler Creator, um, Sid, and, um, you know, I love Sid. You know, type beats, them uh-huh. type of beats. And I'm like, yes. And he was actually really dope. So I'm like, this is the vibe I've been looking for. This is the bop I've been looking for. I've been wanting to do something like this. Cause you know, I got a lot of 808 heavy mm-hmm. trap stuff, West Coast stuff, but it's like, I've been wanting to get on this type of vibe for a while. So then when I found that beat to feeling good, I like just let the beat talk to me. And that's what mm-hmm. I felt like. And I was also at a place where I had just moved back to Houston from Denver into a bigger house you know i'm thankful i'm grateful you know i mean still problems throughout the house but you know what i'm saying i gotta count my blessings for sure so Not for real um, i moved out you know um it's a it's considered like you know subdivision on the outskirts of the city you know what i'm saying so i like i said i'm feeling good i done made it out the neighborhood you know what i'm saying so it was just me and kind of talking to myself because i was getting down i was kind of having a breakdown at that moment too yeah but it was kind of like, bro, look around. It was me telling myself, look around you, bro. All this good shit going on, bro. 
You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you got a lot to be feeling good about. Like, you done did this, you just did this, you got this, you got this going for you, you can do this, you still have time to do this. You know what I'm saying? Just like yeah. me, me checking in with myself and be like, hey, bro, count your blessings real quick. I bet you they add up more than your problems. No, right. I got done counting it up. I was like, man, I'm feeling good. What you mean? I'm out here. Let's get out it. here, man. I feel good, bro. I like that. I really do the. The concept behind it, you said basically pick yourself up, bro, because, okay, yeah, you did this, yeah, you did that, but look at the blessings in front of you. It made you be in the present moment. So, man, when y'all really want to tap in and you need somebody to feel what you be feeling, my man right here is telling you he's been through it, he's walked it, and if you need that type of uplifting, that's why we do what we do on the PG podcast is to show you people are, are doing the same thing you're doing, going in the same situation you're going, but they're yeah. picking themselves off, dusting it off and be like, it's okay. You feeling good? Toot your horn, man. Stretch your shit, bro. You talking that shit? I like that, bro. Keep doing it. That project, that song itself made me be like, oh, snap. Okay, like I said, we met up on, on as a as a um, guest. But then when I heard the song, I was like, no, you got to come and you got to talk about that song, bro, because it made yeah. me feel good, you feel me? So keep pushing, keep going. Um, you got future projects that's coming up because you're the man with the pen, bro. And you're very skillful with it. What projects you got coming up that, um, that you would say to keep people on the internet total that you would say is um, another heartfelt one where you want to keep encouraging people? Uh, what's another oh, project you got man. coming up? Man, you, I'm a, you put it right by the rim. Let me tell you, you put it right by the rim for the dunk. I'm actually literally about to upload my next single to United Masters today. So, oh. um, probably, I'm going to say, it's going to drop before the end, probably in the next two weeks. You know, I like to give it time and everything so to get yeah. to all the stories, but it's going to be called Dancery. Mm. Um, so, and it's actually perfect. Like, it's like, I wrote these two in the same time frame. You know what I'm saying? So, feeling good is me kind of picking myself up. Dancery is my love letter to the world. You know what hey. I'm saying? Where I just give you a couple snippets of the lyrics. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying, you know, I mentioned that this song is for all the racial flavors. Very inclusive song. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Because I'm very black pride, black love. But... I, we all on this earth and we all got to share this earth and I don't want that to get lost too because in our oppression we oftentimes got to be on the defense mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying to where it's like I can't help y'all right now I'm under attack goddamn you know what I'm saying so but then, <laughs> like y'all see me under yeah. attack I can't do nothing for you I'm trying to save my life here yeah. so but this is like sometimes you got to say hey all of us we all in this together we all human this is the human race you know what I'm saying and the only way things will ever get better is if we get on that plane. You know, mm, that's the really, only way. So, Dancery yep. is saying we're all in this together. Let's love each other. Don't forget about the love. You know, I'm kind of, and I'm kind of saying the sentiments of, I know you stressing, I'm stressing too. Thanks. You're trying to figure it out. I'm still trying to figure it out too. I don't have the answer, Sway. You know what I'm saying? So, and it's just like, you know, let's just not forget about the love and stay away from that from the negativity stay away from, try to shy away from the darkness you know run towards your light you know what i'm saying and let's dance you know what i'm saying so come dance with me you know what i'm saying that's also a metaphor from for i got that music that's gonna feed into you that's gonna yeah. get you right come to my dance party y'all gotta stay tapped into it bro and my bro said i'm gonna just hey just words of healing and you putting it into music healing the soul man so let everybody know your social media that they can yeah, tap sure. into so that yeah. they can get into their project when they hit when they hit the fan. Yeah, no cap. So I am 
working a nine to five still, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got it like that. I really ain't made no bread off the music. This is all love and I'm gonna do it regardless because it's what I love to do. So I'm just trying to focus in. So I'm on, I'm on Instagram, but I'm really on TikTok and that's kind of it right now, you know, cause all I'm right. trying to focus and drive the audience and it'll spill over from there. And that's what I got the resources to do. So I'm just trying to make a real push in one of these areas. So TikTok is Kevin is cartoon, K-E-V-I-N-I-S-C-A-R-T-O-O-N. And Instagram is the same thing. Kevin is cartoon. Tap hey. in with me, follow. I, I talk to me, I talk back, you know what I'm Yo. saying? So yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a real person, you know what I'm saying? Get with me. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Tap into a boy, man. You definitely here with the one with the, with the healing of the soul. He's been places in his life and he could definitely give you some words of encouragement. So, uh, and you know, hey, tap in with my boy, man, on all social media, like I said. And make sure you guys go tap into Feeling Good on the PNG Podcast. We'll be dropping today, so make sure y'all go tap into that. All right, and if you don't tap in, you're lame. I'm just letting you know you're lame, okay? Lame-ass nigga, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Lame, bro. And, and not for nothing, I didn't know when I was going to drop it, but bump it. We dropping the Feeling Good video tomorrow, official video dropping tomorrow. Hey. I'm saying y'all gonna have Cap all that so lock Cap in. Cap in, yeah. bro. Lock in. Like I said, you like And thank it. the PEG like podcast it. for that. That's why I'm dropping it tomorrow. It's because of this podcast episode right here. Let's get go, it. bro. I like it. It's a vibe, man. You can't shit on the vibe, man. If nobody told y'all today, tomorrow, that they love you, know that the PEG podcast love you. My man, uh, Kevin Cartoon, love you. Man, you have 15 seconds and everybody right here, right now. And everybody sitting here just really ignore what you said. If you just being that type of person right now and don't want the blessing. If they ignore what you said and you can hear the word in 15 seconds, man, what would that message look like? Go. Put the shoe on the other foot, bro. Hey. You how how would you feel if you did to them what they do to you? The golden rule. That's as simple as it is. Treat them how you want to get treated. Yeah. Yo. If you don't want to kill yourself. Don't kill other people. If you don't want to exactly. steal from yourself, don't steal from other people. If you don't want to yeah. hurt yourself, don't hurt other people. And if you do want to hurt yourself, we are praying for you. We've been yeah. there too. And you can't get out of there. Hey, bro, look, like you said, love yourself, treat yourself with kindness. People gonna treat you back with kindness. Don't let them walk all over you. Don't let them talk about you because you are love. We love you. And look, stay tuned to the PG podcast. Keep pushing, keep loving. And you already know we positive for life right here at the PED podcast. Yes, sir. Let's go, let's go, let's go.